The following is a Passports and Perignon media production. Basic. Basic. You calling me basic? <laughs> That's right, I'm a basic bitch. Forever 21 got me looking rich. Nicholas Fox is my favorite author. Calling me basic is a compliment. I'm a basic, basic, basic bitch. If there's karaoke, I'm singing Taylor Swift. So it feels like forever that I've done haven't done a podcast and I'm finally back and we have so much to catch up on because I've been gone for a year but I haven't been doing nothing while I've been gone. Okay, maybe sometimes, most days. But for the days that I've been working, I have permanently now moved to New York. I have started a company with my cousin Oh, hi. Yes. It's me, Jessica. Jessica the cousin <laughs> by marriage to be. And we have been working on building our digital agency, Save the Brand, here in New York. Um, Jess, do you want to introduce yourself? We can tell everyone what we do for those that are interested. Hi, everybody. My name is Jessica. Jess. Nobody really calls me Jessica anymore. I'm a graphic designer, illustrator, and currently learning front-end web development. That's fancy. It is very fancy and scary. Um, And yeah, I guess I'm the creative head at Save the Brand New York. Yeah. So we decided that we were tired of working for other people and that we were actually more talented than the people we were working for. So we were going to start our own agency. And so while I've been taking a break on Passports and Perignon and the podcast, this is to let you all know that I'm back. We've got Jess on this segment. We're going to talk about Save the Brand, what it means to create your own brand. Uh, We'll talk about how that relates to Passports and Perignon, but then also moving away from that, what new business owners can do to build their brand. And if you have any questions, you can ask us and we'll come back on a follow-up podcast and answer that for you guys. So we're pretty much giving you free branding advice which we don't ever do. So this is really exciting. Yeah, you've got to pay for that. Normal thing. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we do at Save the Brand? Other than take the piss out of everything. Um, well, we definitely take the piss out of everything, which is a new term for me because I'm American. Yep. Um, we revamp brands that mm-hmm. kind of just need help uh, finding, finding their brand voice, finding their audience, they need their logo redone, if they need a new brand book, if they need blogging, PR, journalism that's geared towards them. I wanted to ask you, do we own, because this is, someone's probably sitting thinking, do they only source these type of services if their business is failing? Oh, no, we, we start, we like start off businesses. So if a business just started and we, and they don't have anything going on, they'll kind of, they'll hire us and we'll take the reins on all their creative and uh, branding. So why is it important though to relook that regularly? Because you're a designer. So if your business is doing well and you're listening to this podcast and you think, I've had my business for five years, why fix what's not broken? We've had the same logo. It's okay. It's not great. We've been, you know, we've had it for a while. Why is it important to not shut off now? To not shut off? Like to not turn off the podcast now. 
but like we're, we're gonna talk about all the ins and outs of no i know i know i know we're gonna do that but <laughs> someone who says listen i'm not coming i'm not opening a new business i have an existing business oh well i mean we're giving advice on how to continue do you think to it's brand a, and revamp and, and but do you think it's important to revamp regularly um not on a crazy basis because you want people to understand that there's consistency with your brand yeah people come to your store your instagram page your website they're going there for a reason they expect to see something so you don't want to freak them out they go there and everything's completely different yeah but it is important to have new content all the time and new content is creative you need creatives on that amazing so they should hire us right so if you're about to turn off don't we're still here do that don't do that okay so let's talk about our clients that we've worked with uh what we offer them we do press releases we do events we do logos and design you do killer websites full full stack branding yeah like it's not just your logo it's not just your color palette it's not just your fonts it's the usage the voice it's the tone it's everything that it's everything that your brand is and everything that people are saying about your brand when you're not in the room so let's play a game when you think you close your eyes and you think of your favorite brand internationally what is your favorite brand and why should i go first yeah okay i was going to <laughs> i love dry bar okay because it has become it has become a verb right is that the right term of the word verb it's um, become a verb so like yeah so when i'm going uh when i want to get my hair blown out i don't say oh i'm going to the hair salon to get my hair blown out i say oh, i'm going to a dry bar and it doesn't have to be the actual dry bar it could be a place called blow or a place called tees that's a dry bar and they offer dry styling but because it's such a game changer in the industry i synonymously put my blow wave and dry bar together and i say i'm going to dry bar yeah i think it's like uber when you yeah, take a cab uber. you don't say oh i'm 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 taking a cab they say oh I'll uber there even if you're not using uber if you're using lyft if you're using just, a yellow cab yeah just as a com- great example of that i've been blacklisted from uber for 2 years and you have yes that's another How story did that i didn't do anything wrong We'll get into that story another time. Well, I want to get into it now because people are going to be like, get into it now. Just okay. give me this. Why did you get banned? Who gets banned from Uber? Um, I had fraud on my card. Yeah. They told me I had to pay it and I was like, hell no. And they said, well, you can't, you can't use Uber unless you pay that. And well, it, was was like, it was like $150 for a ride that I never took. Um, yeah. So they, uh, up till this day, I'm still blacklisted from Uber. That being said, I use Lyft. I use, I don't know if Juno is still in service anymore, but I use Lyft and Juno primarily. This is in New York. And I, I still refer to them as Ubers. Yeah. Yeah. You'll say I'm in the Uber. Yeah. So that's what I love about Drybar. I love that. And Uber, if you're listening, um, I would really Suck like my, my dick. Well, I would really like my membership back. They're actually pretty pricey. They're not um, the cheapest. I still want the option. Yeah. Okay, fair. So... That's what I love about Drybar, and I love the fact that a brand can become, it can, it can take over our lives. So everything we do, we refer back to that brand as a starting point. So that's, for me, what I'm most passionate about when it comes to creating a brand, creating a company. 
what would you say your favorite brand is? I mean, can I use like my own brand? Cause yeah. we, well, my own brand. What is your brand? My brand is Chick of All Trade. Okay. Um, that's, you know, my, my graphic that's design. Like your, and, that's like your passports and pairing out. Yes. It's my passports and pairing out. I do, you know, yeah. different things, but yeah, it's chick of all trade. And my favorite thing about it is that you look at my page and you look at my website and you look at the things that I say and do, and it's all cohesive. You know that it's coming from me. Yeah. You see a post or you see a story. You're not like, wait, who, who is this? Like, you know, you know yeah. that it's me, my voice, my tone, my personality, um, it all, it all shines through in that. And that's not to say that your brand needs to be your voice and your personality, but every brand should have... Because some people don't have a personality. That's true. And that's why, that's fine. That's We're why, yeah. Yeah, you, can, you actually can buy a personality now by hiring Save the Brand. Yeah. So that's, that's great news for the basic bitches. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So if a blogger is listening, there's so many bloggers. It's revolting. I'm feeling suffocated when I go on Instagram and I see bloggers. What advice can we give? Because we've worked with a lot of bloggers who come to us and they say, and this is the best, they come to Jess and I and they say, okay, so I've got this really great idea. Listen, okay, okay. I am going to be a blogger in New York. Okay, and I'm going to be talking about, wait for it, my life in New York. So <laughs> fashion and um, makeup and just like being like a 20-something-year-old woman in New York. So it's pretty cool and unique. Yeah, it's super unique. It's super unique. New York. Yeah, it's so unique. We've never, ever seen it before. We have not won 20-something Emmys for it either before. Sex in the City. Um, so what do you say to girls that want to be bloggers? Find your niche, baby. Thank God you said niche. Did you think I was going to say niche? Yeah, Americans say <laughs> niche. If you I've said niche. I don't think I've ever said niche before. I... Maybe, I guess, depending on who I'm speaking with and the context of it, I'll, I'll switch so, to that So that is important, find your niche, and everybody can hop on about that. But what, how much of a niche is there in beauty? I don't know. I mean, you can go the organic or vegan route, but then again, there's so much of that too. Um, so, so if you're in such a saturated market, what tips do we have for bloggers to say, listen... It's your personality. You're going in... It's going to be the You're going in failing. How do you turn this around? It's, it's going to be the personality. And I think that's similar. You know, you and I are kind of both separately and together in very saturated markets. You're a blogger as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. The, the markets, especially in New York, are crazy saturated. And the thing that's going to set you apart from everybody else is the personality and the tone of your brand. I agree. Um, you know, I, I know that my my work and my style is not for everyone. And not only... No, is, mommy, don't be rude. <laughs> it's for everyone, okay? It is for everybody. It should be. It's really good. But listen, it's, it, the reality is it, it isn't for anybody, and that's okay. Everybody, and that's okay. I don't, I don't want it to be for everybody. I would rather have 150 super crazy loyal fans of my work than 3,000 people that just kind of know who I am. Yeah, I'd rather have 3,000 people who kind of know who I am. Well, I mean, if we're talking algorithm-wise and in terms yeah. no, of... No, no, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> in terms so, of business strategy. So you've got to find your voice. Now, what will happen if you don't necessarily... You don't have a very big personality. You're an introvert. That's okay. A lot of people are introverts. Yeah. Because it's very easy for us to say we have very big personalities. You know, I have a big personality, but I would classify myself as an introvert so for sure so being able to relate to that because I can't relate to that how would you 
tell these these bloggers listen you're creating your brand this is what you're doing how do you find your voice when you're when you're an introvert that's a difficult question yes and no i mean you have i still have my own voice whether or not i like to like go out and talk to people all day i still have my my own personality my own voice my own tone um you can look at different brands that you really like and how are they how are they presenting themselves how are that's a good you know that's a good one Um, and don't copy it because that's that's kind of icky and also probably illegal in some ways depending um but i mean use them kind of as a template how do you want to be perceived how do you want your brand to be perceived by the world do you want them to be like super accessible or do you want your brand to be like super fancy and elegant and you know I don't know like almost like synonymous with Chanel like that's Mm. Chanel is so not me Mm. um but I but it's it's for so many other people so really I guess you can find brands companies bloggers artists whatever it is within the same uh realm of what you're doing and practice with you know different templates of what you see that they've used okay so we're gonna do we're gonna do a quick fire fire questions you're starting out to be a blogger you're trying to build your brand what are five things that are absolutely non-negotiable i will go first a professional website yeah that was my top a professional website do you cannot be just an instagram blogger no that doesn't work it does not work and we can have another um, podcast talking about the importance of SEO. Yeah. Um, but that really that really doesn't that, work. Big brands want to see something. If you're if you're listening to this and you're doing your 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 Instagram hustle and you don't have a website, you are you're, you're not going to monetize. You're not going to monetize, and your room for growth, you've just put a roof on it. Yeah, that that margin becomes really small. Okay, so website. What else do they website need? Website was really important. Um, if not branding and aesthetic. I agree. Aesthetic is number two. Yes. But also, please don't edit all your pictures fucking pink. Yeah, I mean, you can edit your photos, I think. No, but have you noticed how some of them do the yeah. fashion? It's pink. It's got that pink tinge. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, yeah, I think it, it's but no, totally but fine to edit your photos. I'm not, but not pink. I'm not going to lie. I always, always No, I, I love photos. editing. No, I love, a good, I love a good photo edit. Yeah. But not where you look at the whole page and it's, it looks like it's in a cloud of pink. Yeah, I mean, it's also, you know, you don't have to go this far yet. You can wait until you have a larger audience or, you know, it, it is a little bit of an investment. But you can look into Lightroom presets, those kind of help yeah, out What a lot. is up with that? The pre- I've never bought them. I'm always scared I'm going to get scammed on you the internet. You don't have to buy them. There's a bunch of free ones. Where all are they? Over. Give me Google one. Google free. No, just Google free Lightroom presets. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's it. That's all no. you have to do. Okay. So we've got website and we have aesthetic. Yeah. What else? Voice and tone. Very important. Like, look, I'm like, I'm a little bit, I guess brash when it comes to my voice and tone i'm very outspoken i don't beat around the bush um i talk about the things that i care about and i talk about them strongly mm-hmm. that's not oh i know I, I know yeah if i don't share something that jessica agrees in <laughs> she literally personally messages me and says you got to be sharing this cause so it's good you yeah. stick to your thing yeah um yes okay <laughs> and then for me number four which is like the biggest biggest one for me is a media kit. You oh, cannot yeah. reach out to brands in just a well, DM or an email. Let's just to be clear, this this is in terms of monetizing your yeah. blog. But if you would why are you having a blog for fun? 
Some people like to just but, have but, hobbies. But why? You c- if you can make money off your hobby, why? Why not? Yeah. So then... I don't disagree, but there are for sure people out there that are not looking to monetize. And listen, that's okay. They are? Oh, yeah, there are. And then they're just... I can actually name a few off the top of my head, but I won't in case they end up listening to this I don't think they will. If they're big people. Oh, no, no, no. no. I'm not... Anybody that's big is monetizing for sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but people do it for fun. I'm not one of those people. I started blogging on my website, and it's not for fun. It's for SEO purposes, strictly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a media kit. And then what is the fifth one? For me, I'm going to say networking. Oh, shit, yeah. Now, you know how many gigs I've gotten just from, like, fucking around, talking to people, meeting people, being so upfront about, like, listen, this is what I do, and I'm trying to make it. Can you, can you pass along my name to X, Y, and Z? And that's really hard because people feel it like hard. it's cringy and it's awkward, but you have to network. Yeah, that's, that's I think, has been the hardest part for me so I think as we a should, creative. I think we should do a podcast on how to network. Oh. Okay. Without uh, drugs how, and alcohol. Uh, okay, we had a network. Uh, two vodka soda. <laughs> yeah, without <laughs> drugs and alcohol. But you actually physically have to go to places you don't want to go. And you have to talk to people that you don't want to talk to. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's also a numbers game. You talk to 100 people... You talk to 300 people, you might get one or two clients. Um, But, you know, you never know where those opportunities can lead you. Yeah. Um, I know Genevieve and and I, uh, through networking, we met uh, somebody that's running a nonprofit. And we're doing the work for them pro bono, which is is totally fine. And that's something that we could talk about later as well. Um, but through through that, we've met other people and other potential clients and... And clients that I absolutely hate. That's true. You're not... You're also not going to love every client. Absolutely hate. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So those are the five tips for bloggers. Um, five tips for small business owners. What are the non-negotiables for small business uh, owners? That might... That's a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Um, is this like strictly e-commerce? It's any, you've got a small business. You've got five things. Can I go first? Yes. Your Instagram. Your Instagram. Because millennials, I don't know about anybody else, but for me, when I'm looking up a business, I don't put it in the internet. I don't go WW World Wide Web. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if you're Googling it. I don't. I go to the Instagram and I I, put in the name. I don't even use Yelp anymore for food. I go to the tagged page of the restaurant. And there have been times where... I heard that a place was kind of good. I went to their Instagram. They didn't have any tag photos. And I was like, mm, not going there. Yeah. And that, that, I mean, that's good and it's bad. If you're on point with your social media, that's going to rock for you. Yeah. Um, if you're not paying attention to your social media, then this so, is going to bite you in the ass. So you need, you need an Instagram. Like, you yeah. need one. But also, please don't be annoying. Like, Daniel's opening a bagel store, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, nobody wants to see 40 bagels a day. Like, you don't no. want to be that annoying person that's like, this bagel, how about this bagel? There's this one, there's this. Like, you, you also can't be annoying. So it's got, you have to have a strategy behind your social media. You can't That was going to be my second. You, you, you can't <laughs> let a 45-year-old man called Craig run his own social media. My father. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that, that's actually going to bring me to our second point that you need to have a strategy. It's not just posting willy-nilly. And it's not just about having an aesthetic. Um, and this honestly goes for bloggers as well. You need to have a strategy. But I think bloggers can get away with more of an aesthetic because they're not necessarily always selling a product. That's true. I think when you're a company, I think w- when you're a business, I think you 
you you don't actually so it's it's scary but it's not so scary because for a blogger you need to have this brand look you've got to have these professional photos you've got to have your presets and it's got to be aesthetically pleasing for a business you can get away with not being as aesthetically pleasing am i correct or not if your um, content is yeah your content itself individually yes. needs to be aesthetically yes. pleasing and that doesn't mean it has to be florals or whatever yes. it has to be good quality and it's got to be relevant to what you're selling yes whereas obviously. a blogger can just you know stand topless on a beach in fiji with the sunset in the back hashtag vibes yeah um yeah absolutely um and that being said with the photos and, and the things being relevant to what you're selling not every single image needs to be buy my product, buy my product, buy my product. Nobody really like wants to be advertised to. You know, people people are on Instagram to gain. Like either they want to meet people, they want to interact with, they just want to look at pretty photos, they want to see what people are up to, they're trying to learn something. They're trying new. to emulate a lifestyle. That too. So, but so then you need to approach that content instead of a hard sell, do a soft sell. Yeah, um, there's it's also a nice the, mix of both. Yeah, there's also like the 80-20 rule where like 80% of your content should just be like showing off what you got without necessarily selling it. Yeah. You know, so like let's say I designed a cup. I'm saying that because there's a cup in front of me. I can, I'm not going to not post that cup because I feel like, oh, I don't want to be selling to people. I can post that cup and be like, guys, I just designed this cup. I think it's so, so, so cool. I love the colors. And you can go in and describe what it is and why you really enjoy it. And the next post can be like, by the way, guys, you saw I designed that cup. I'm offering 30% off for all people that use the word cup123 on my website. That's not a real uh, code, so don't try it when you go on my website you're not going to get a discount <laughs> it's a menstrual cup she is selling menstrual cups it's a it's a coffee cup but you know that's that's the 80 20 rule 80 percent of your content should be like giving back to the instagram social media community in whichever way you think that is and 20 percent of your contact content should be selling yeah. your product okay or yourself the, or whatever third thing for the business that i'm going to say is you need to have trained staff for me, that is the biggest thing. I have walked into stores, brick and mortar. I have, in, you know, interacted with brands. Um, and if your staff is not trained correctly, I'm going to walk away immediately. So you well, need to have a unified yeah, brand, branding on your brand staff. and social media. I think a really, really good example of that is the wing. Yeah. Um, you walk in and... Okay, for people that don't know in South oh, Africa, sorry. the wing is a... It's an all-women's co-working space. And it's um, you beautiful. You should look them up. It's at the.wing on Instagram. And um, you walk in and on any given day, their staff is always wearing the same color shirt or the, the same, basically the same shirt. And not a, it's not the same shirt every single day. I guess they decide behind the scenes what color everything is. But like, you know, it's everything from the wallpaper to the floors to the lighting in here it's so on brand and you could tell that their staff is a part of that as well yeah and that's also going back to dry bar what i love about it is because you know when you're going there to get a blow wave you know how it's going to look it doesn't yeah. matter which staff member exactly. you're with if i go to a hair salon you could have a good hairdresser oh. or a bad hairdresser but at the dry bar i know when i walk out my hair is going to look the same for everyone so yes. i think your staff training is extremely extremely important that is not something that can be overlooked one bad attitude makes a whole bad oh, attitude oh god yeah i mean one bad experience for somebody it's that's, done that's also it's not just done for that 
client or for that customer. But I they mean, tell people. Yeah, I mean, I tell my friends when I'm when I'm pissed off. I'm like, don't go there. Yeah. Okay, so that's three. Four, what else is really, really important? In terms of, I, I don't know that I can say, that I can give so much information in terms of a storefront because I'm, I'm really digital first. Yeah. Um, what would you say is important within the giving of the product to customers? So the way you present your product. From a, from a branding point I mean, of view, I'm going to give it to you packaging oh yeah for yeah. sure you for cannot sure. have an online business and package your things oh, they just God. Have i i have it's all about the packaging the... and things and products that i do not need or maybe even really want because the package I, sold you yeah but i i got them because i wanted the packaging yeah. packaging so damn cute. it is so important your packaging you could have a great product and put it in a brown box or you could have an average product and package it beautifully I'm not telling you to sell average products, no, but it takes you it <laughs> takes you a very long way. And that's something that you need to that creatively needs to be thought out. We also do packaging by the way. That's yes. why I mentioned this because <laughs> we do that. And then for me, what else I find important is your interaction with your clients. Oh, of course. You want to make On sure on social that, media in real life, yeah. it's not about your stuff, it's about how you're interacting with them. So you could have a, st- a staff member with a bad attitude. How that's already done and dusted. We've talked about how, how you are you going to handle that. How are you going to handle that? Yeah. Because like Uber, now they've lost you for life. Well, they blocked me. But well, the, but they, they blocked. But now they've lost you for life. That you would have you would have paid off that one hundred and fifty dollars already. That oh yeah, like with yeah, all yeah. the rides that you would have had in the last three exactly. years, yeah, you they would lost... have paid that off in le- in less than two months. Yeah. So, I mean, depending if I'm going from Manhattan to Brooklyn, that, that could easily be $40, $50. So, that so. Either, so the way they handled that, they, they basically cut their nose despite their face. So the way you handle your clients, the things you do for them when they have a complaint or and a query just to be goes clear, a long like, way. That doesn't mean that you should bend over backwards for every single client until your back breaks. Like there, there is a limit on what you should be doing for your clients. But, you know, if you're having somebody that's paying you X amount of money to do something, you want to make sure that it's done right and you want to make sure that it's done well and you want to make sure that the client is satisfied because at the end of the day, word of mouth is so, so, so important. I mean, if somebody goes on social media and they start talking shit about you or your brand, like, it's kind of game over at that point. Depending on who it is, it might even be way worse. Yeah. Okay, so we just gave you a little intro to who we are, your five tips for branding a blog or a personal brand and five tips for branding a business and what the non-negotiables are. I'm going to put a poll up on Instagram and Jess will as well. Her handle is? Chick of all trade. It's chick, it's not plural. It's just, it's, it's just chick, one chick. One chick of all trade. trade. Trade is also not plural. It's not trades. Someone stole that handle. So if you could actually reach out to them and tell her that she well, wants that handle. She's, un, she's inactive, but if you guys can go report her so I can grab that, yeah. that'd be great. So it's <laughs> at Chick of All Trade. Jess will be putting that up as well. I'll be putting it up um, after you've listened to this. Apollo, what else you want to hear? Branding advice, questions about oh, building your own website, important. events. Guys, do not, Do not forget to follow Save the Brand NYC on Very Instagram. important. At Save the Brand NYC. So we'll Don't be back. Don't fuck it up. We'll be a Save the Brand NYC. We'll be back. We love you. And we can't wait to have a wonderful 2020. Woo-woo.